Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My intention these days is all about coming with heart-centered projection, heart-centered vibrations, heart-centered, directly from the heart of me, directly to the heart of you. It's true. These are the days with Venus retrograde, sun blazing through the sign of Leo. We got a full moon coming up in Aquarius, which is going to be hinting to this Pluto moving into Aquarius, this golden age dawning. This time is so crucial. It's so magical. We also have the nodes, you know, they've shifted. So I want to talk about that. The North node being in Aries, South node in Libra. These, these nodal points are so cosmic for our, our destiny and our alignment with our true mission, our soul's true mission. And Pluto squaring those nodes is really speaking to that. So I want to get into a little bit of how we can maximize this next 18 months to really set some major intentions for the future, to set some major, major goals. It's like to start to, we're not even setting them anymore. We're engaging in them. It is time to move it. We want to move the energy. We want to start to practice and embody the visions, the things that we're looking to achieve in the future. We want to start to realize them now. One breath, one thought, one step, one day at a time. So we'll be getting into quite a bit of things today, but for now, let's just take a moment to find our center of gravity and tune into that heart center for a moment and really feel feel our own presence in this moment in time and space. So take a deep breath. Find your center. Now, finding your center is really about being able to root into your center of gravity and feel the balance of energy above, below, to the right, to the left, the various diagonals in between. And then you start to feel that energetic range of motion through your aura, through your the space that surrounds you. So as you inhale and exhale, you want to start to, we want to start to practice taking up more space, allowing for more room in the heart, more room in our physical structure, more room in our nervous system. These are all super important. And something I don't talk about as often as maybe I should, or maybe I will now, is how the astrology, the, the zodiac signs also reflect the parts of various parts of the body. And Leo specifically represents the heart. It's ruled by the sun. It represents the heart. And so 
is really powerful with Venus moving retrograding through Leo as well. I've just, it's, there is a focus around our heart, healing our heart, our circulation, our vibration and our vitality, really allowing that circulation, that heart to pulse and pump its way through all the parts of our body, our physical structure, flushing and cleansing and rejuvenating our system. And then as we breathe deeply, we let that oxygenation and that air moving in and out start to facilitate more energetic movement in our, in our magnetic energy, in our electrical energy, our nervous system. You know, so these are all, the nervous system is related to Aquarius. So these are all related. These are all super relevant. This, the breath and the circulation in real, in relationship to the nervous system, that heart centered nature of being brave and and courageous and powerful and creative. In addition to being able to accept those that are that space that surrounds us. And so part of this time with the North node in Aries and the South node in Libra at this full moon moment, what I'm, I'm really coming to this place of, of recognizing how the act of living in rhythm, really participating in the tuning in of ourselves and synchronizing it with the sun and the moon in relationship to where we are on earth. This is, these are the most powerful entities. You know, these are the most powerful bodies that are surrounding us, sun, moon, earth, us. And then we have all this other stuff around us, other people, other planets, (laughs) other stars, you know, it's this, this within without thing. And what I'm really starting to recognize is how potent it is this moment in time for us to, to come to terms with our own self, our own sense of self in healing it, but also in projecting it in engaging in actually living and embodying it. You know, so it's no longer enough to just conceptualize some of this stuff. We need to practice it. We need it to become we need to become more powerful and strong in our own in our own physical body, mental body, emotional body, spiritual body. Because there are outside forces that are really trying to sway us to influence, manipulate. Some are also trying to help and encourage and we need to be able to strengthen our system enough to understand what that feedback that we're receiving from the outside world is. And so that's what this time is about. And I mean, I'm going to be getting into it a lot. There is so much astrology to talk about, especially with this full moon coming up. But the most important thing that's really showing up is like, you know, like I'll talk about, I want to talk about some of the ways we can move the time and space. Like look at the chart, practice the stuff, but this is the feedback is so personal and custom right now. And so it's, it's important more than ever for me to offer up heart centered projections from my insights in a really clear and foundational way in with the highest intention and prayer and wishes for you to apply this in your own way to start to make it your own and develop your own relationship with your sun, the moon, the earth, yourself in all of that, you know, and in relationship to yourself in relationship to the world. That's what this time is about. 
And also in doing that, as we start to learn to love and accept and and appreciate ourselves and who we are and how we are in this world, where we are in this world, then we can start to do the same for the world, the people around us, the world around us. Having that love and compassion for yourself gives you more access to having love and compassion for the others, people that are outside of you. And again, this is the message of the days. So first things first, I know I already started it and then I'm like, got on my rant, which look out, it's Leo season with this, <laughs> this Aries North node has me fired up. And so, yeah, I'm like ready to go, but I know it's, it's important. This is very important to center, to root into your center of gravity. So take a moment and this is in your own timing, your own rhythm of breath, your own capacity of breathing, your own focus. It's yours. So make it so, make it yours, okay? In your own timing, you're going to take a few deep breaths. And as you find your own rhythm, your own inhale expansion and exhale anchoring contraction, you want to feel that grace of that ebb and flow of the wave of the in and the out. And in doing so, you use that as a support to start to root and anchor into the earth. From there, you start to expand in the oppositional direction. The opposite energy will take you up and through the space, that vertical axis. And then from there, you want to start to feel the horizontal space. That space that, that takes up the right and the left side of your body, the different hemispheres, the right, the left, spread out as equally as possible. And then start to feel that space that's in front of you in relationship to the space, the space that's behind you and feeling the oppositional pull and force of those two directions. From there, you can visualize an X, the diagonal space, the space that comes off, off, off at an angle from that horizon. Likewise, the space that's below, feel in the different dimensions. <laughs> All while breathing in your own timing. Part of this is like recognizing these oppositional forces and then yourself in the center. And I love this particularly when it comes to a full moon because that's what full moons are about. The sun and the moon are on opposite sides of the earth. And we are on earth. And so depending on where you are on earth, you anchor yourself into the center of the earth and you can feel the oppositional force of the sun and the moon and how they are different, but how they shine. The moon reflects that sol that solar energy. It's really powerful. All what with the earth and you in the center, me in the center. So from there, you can really feel that expanded auric range of motion, energetic range of motion. Now come close back in for a little moment with your focus and bring yourself to your heart center. That space between in the center of your rib cage, the center of your 
heart, not the physical um, organ of the heart, but the heart center of your spine. From there, you can start to feel and sense the heart's pulse, that rhythmic pulse of the heart making its way in its own timing. You know, so everybody's got their own rhythm. And as you breathe, as you tune into your heart center, you can start to regulate the rhythm a little bit. Just by calming your system, feeling the space that surrounds you, yourself anchored within it, and then letting the heartbeat pulse and flush and clear and make its way. It's very, very healing. This energy is healing. And so it's a powerful way to meditate and it's a powerful way to just anchor yourself and to come into your heart center. And from this place, we are, I like to consider the body, the physical body is like, it's a vehicle for my soul. It's my soul house. And so the thing is, is when I get centered into my heart like that, I can really tune into my extrasensory perceptions. I can feel, sense, hear, smell, taste, touch, see, you know, you can, you can experience the world. And that is a powerful place because when you're there, you can get really clear about what's true, what's, what's resonant, what's dissonant, you know, and this is a very, very powerful place to cultivate presence and awareness in. And because when doing that, like I've said it so many times, but this is a place that I really, every time I do a session, every time I get on the mic, every time I show up, to communicate with somebody, I really am working on practicing this heart-centered space so that I can listen and I can send messages from that heart-centered place. Okay. So I can receive and give from the heart to the heart. And my teacher and friend used to say this a lot, that like the teacher's message comes from the heart of the teacher to the heart of the student. And it's really true when you're, when you're connected with somebody, when you're really connecting and relating with somebody, it's a, it's a heart centered projection. It's a heart centered reception. And again, this is the highest place to engage and interact with the world from. So we just want to practice it through the core calibration, heart centered projections, heart centered receptions. Okay. (laughs) I love it. All right. So the other thing, the thing I want to really preface before we get into the astrology and some of the cosmic alignments that are happening right now is this, that this phrase living in rhythm that I coined many years ago, it really, I mean, I'm not the only one, but when it really came to me to start to use this as a phrase, it came from the sense of being in the flow. I used to, I say it still, I love being in the flow. When I'm in the flow, things are, you know, there's, I get messages, things are in alignment. I mean, it's living in rhythm is what it is. And, and I've become more intentional, not just being like, oh, wow, I'm in the flow, but being more intentional about how I'm in the flow. What's happening in the flow? Can I be more intentional in my actions, in my prayers, in my, again, my perception and my reception while I'm in the flow? This is what sparked this living an embodiment, like an action oriented living in a rhythmic way, in tune, in harmony. And that comes from me, again, coming into my body, mind and spirit, 
heart-centered, and then recognizing my environment. This is the sun, the seasons, the sun and the moon, the full moon. So this is the, this has to do with, it also has to do with the sun, the sun being a rhythmic being. It comes up, it rises, it sets, it rises, it sets on a very rhythmic way, in a very rhythmic way. And through that cycle, I can experience the seasons because I live in a place that changes from season to season, you know, so that rhythm of the sun is very prevalent. And then we have the rhythm of the moon, which happens on a faster speed on that 28 day cycle. And so this rhythm of the moon is really powerful for a human being to start to recognize and understand this wave pattern of giving, receiving, of waxing and waning, of understanding how to push and how to pull when to engage, when to be still and observe, when to surrender, when to fulfill. So it's, uh, it's <laughs> this living in rhythm thing has taught me this. I call it cosmic sync or I'm soul syncing with the cosmos is the way I talk about it. Because it's like, if I can tune in with myself, I can align with these rhythms, then I find myself in time, in a natural time. And I feel like this is one of the most powerful skill sets that we can develop for our own self-empowerment is, is really breaking free from some of the constructs of society. This is so much of the Pluto Capricorn thing, but really breaking free of society's constructs, also Libra South Node things, and starting to really embody our, myself in my own nature, in harmony with nature my own nature in harmony with nature. And, you know, just like an animal, just like an angel, <laughs> uh, I, I've been thinking so much about myself as an animal and also how I'm like a divine creature, you know, we're, we're divine creatures, every single being on this planet, the sentient beings, you know, it's like there's life force. And when we can tune, we can tune into that light. And again, come from a heart-centered projection. We can walk on the earth with our steps, each step being a reflection of our love, of our vibration, of our intention. And, you know, I got to give a shout out to my friend Dow. She gave me this really beautiful session about, she, she calls it the sacred entourage. And it's really powerful stuff because the, the sacred entourage is like another way of talking about your divine angels, your guardian angels. Also makes me think of the phase, the, the spirit beings, you know, the nymphs, the fairies, the, the pixies, the butterflies, the hummingbirds, you know, all like, it's like next level magic. Okay. Long story short, we just, she, she really reminded me of this magical aspect of how when we do we we when we come with that heart-centered vibration and projection with that love it's just reflected right back and it and it's it's happening on a human basis but it's happening in the world just like through our frequency we can do it with the elements we can do it with the earth fire air water the space I connect it with the trees, with the sound, with the sky, with the sound of the birds and the space. I mean, it's just like we, 
we have to start to become more extrasensory. That's what the Aquarian age is about. This golden dawn is about tuning ourselves in being our highest frequency, our highest reflection of ourselves. And so back to this living in rhythm thing, when we tune in in that way, you find yourself living in natural time in such a way that you're, you're, the harmonics are there. You can find yourself being given insight into how to, how to move forward, insight into where you've come and how to be present and like, what steps can I take? What inspiration can I draw from in this moment? When we're living in rhythm, that stuff is so much more accessible. When we're not, we have to really work to get there. And so, you know, soul syncing with the cosmos is about embodying. It's about embodiment. It's about our presence. And I, you know, I've said this before too. One of my biggest teachings that I got from my Kundalini studies was the the concept of really that our presence is communicating. Our very existence, your heart beating in your body is pulsing a frequency. It's emanating a vibration into time and space. And the real question is, is what is that going to be? Because we have a choice. We also have a, we also have a trajectory that we're on, but we get choices along that trajectory that help us maximize each moment. And by living in rhythm, we can do that. It's like surfing. We're riding the cosmic wave. We're tuned in. We're dancing with the cosmos. It's, it's a very rhythmic and graceful thing. And that's what I want for this is as we navigate through these powerful wave cycles that we've never experienced before in our lifetime. As we navigate these wave cycles, these cosmic wave cycles, we're really wanting to ride them with presence and grace and balance. And so that's what this time is all about. Again, coming into our center of gravity, finding that heart-centered projection, opening ourselves up for heart-centered reflections, letting that giving and receiving emanate a healthy harmonic vibration in this time and space. Boom. (laughs) We could do it. Okay. I told you I'm fired up. Y'all I'm fired up. Okay. So next I want to talk about this full moon (laughs) because this full moon is happening on August 1st at 1231 PM mountain time. And this full moon, like I said, so when we live in rhythm, we can use these astrological alignments to, okay, get some insight into how to pull from our past to anchor in the present in order to engage the future that we're, that we're working on. And there has never been, I'm going to say this a bunch, but there has never been a more powerful moment in my lifetime from my studies. I've been studying this since I was a youth. <laughs> I've been studying this since I was a little girl kind of wild. But so the, I, we've been waiting, it's like, we've been, I've been waiting my lifetime for these days of like, these are the days when our highest intentions and prayers, we can manifest, we can start to practice them and engage them and embody them in a way that's going to set the future. We are setting the foundation for the future, for the golden age. The Aquarian dawn is upon us. And so the, the actions we take now, have huge ramifications, implications on 
generations to come, generations that came before. We can heal ourselves and step into the new future that we want to see, but it's going to take a lot of focus, commitment, and self-love and compassion. Compassion for ourselves and others. And it's going to take a couple years too. (laughs) So it's not happening like this month. But it's in process. And we're laying the foundation. We're laying the seeds. So this full moon speaks to it. This full moon is happening in... The sun is at 9 degrees, 15 minutes Leo. And the moon is going to be at 9 degrees, 15 minutes Aquarius. So this axis of leadership and liberation, this axis of creativity and rebellion, (laughs) this axis of heart and nervous system, this axis of energy and love. It's love and energy time. So This moon, this full moon on August 1st at 12.31 p.m. Mountain Time is occurring at the nine degrees. And this is basically like we are, we're entering into the middle phase of Leo. This is like the middle phase of engaging the the sun in Leo opposite the middle phase of Aquarius. And what that represents to me is creativity and confidence in our extrasensory wisdom and perceptions. It is time to start to really get creative and powerful with our play in in our ability to tune in, our ability to sense, our ability to know truth and rights and justice, our ability to be ourselves in the crowd and allow the crowd to be themselves. The this this full moon is highlighting and hinting the Aquarian dawn. The Pluto, we got a touch of the Pluto in, in Aquarius, you know, for a few months, a highlight. This is a nine degrees, so it's showing us a little more depth of that Aquarian energy. It's it's being influenced by Jupiter, it's being influenced by the nodes, by Pluto, by Neptune. That just I, I'll post the chart so you'll be able to see it on, on my website and on the social as well. But basically, there's so much energy and electricity that's going on that it's just like, it feels like we're being brought back to life a little bit. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's, let's surge. Let's take some, this surge, this wave that's coming and, and draw, like charge our battery from it. And part of that is like, Because the thing is, is we have so much to, there's so much work to do and so much transformation to come that still has to happen from my perspective that I feel like it's going to take a huge amount of courage and commitment and bravery and like self love, like really knowing thyself on a whole next level so that it like where we become unshakable. We become like that lion, lioness, where we become so powerful in our energy that we're unshakable. Okay, so back to this full moon. So let's talk about Leo first. Okay, so the sun being in Leo at this nine degrees, Leo is, is ruled by the lion, the lioness. It's a fire sign. It's a fixed fire sign. And so fixing 
Fixed signs, the fixed axis is basically all about organizing and sustaining energy. So it's like we've we've built up some we we've built up some focus, some energy. We've gathered some. Now we have to really organize it, hold it, sustain it, work it, you know, work with what you got is what the fixed energy is about. And this this creativity, this confidence, this leadership, this raj prowess energy, this prowess that we can come with. There's like precision and prowess with a with an organizing lioness energy from my perspective. And what I find in this that's so fascinating about this moon, particularly being at the ninth degree, it's like ninth is a harmonic number. It's the, you know, after nine, we start again with the 10, you know, with the one. And so it's, for me, it's like, it's coming up, it's coming to terms with it's okay. Now we've built the foundation. What can we, how can we, let's, what, what else can we do with this? That's sort of, and so there's, there's a time, like right now it feels like there's a huge creative surge coming where we might be inventing new things, conceptualizing things that seem outside of the box or seem like brand new inventions. And part of what I have been telling folks in recently in readings and stuff is I really feel like this, this moment in time, like the actions that we take right now are laying such a foundation that they're, they're building blocks to to new jobs, new skills, new new ways of living on earth that we can't even barely conceptualize right now. But we'll see come to be realized in the next two to three, four years. I mean, it is, I feel like it's a very profound time for making evolutionary jumps in our consciousness, but also in our creativity, in our in our ability to to express ourselves and be humans on this planet. And it, this speaks so much to the evolution of the Zodiac to Leo, you know, cause you come from that spark of life, that, that will, which is in Aries. And then it starts to observe its senses. It starts to make an observation and a connection between the sensory system. And so then it manifests through the senses. It plays through the senses, experiences through the senses and then the mind starts to gather information and data through Gemini. Gathering information and data, making concepts and ideas come through. It's sparking new ways of looking at the world, of expressing through the world, of thinking about the world. From that, we come to the Cancerian energy of feeling. We understand our emotions and our concepts of how we start to to, to process and filter and integrate what we've con- what we've conceptualized and thought about, what we've considered. That consideration brings emotional response. And that's what the Cancerian energy is about, is processing the emotions, starting to use that emotional energy to intuit, to, to feel more, to start to also pull away from. As we gain that awareness, the lion, lioness, prowess comes in with power, with some energy to create. It's like, well, now I've learned all this stuff. I want to do something with it. I feel powerful. I feel like I could lead the charge. I feel like I could go in with my heart, wholehearted, heart and mind, 
the lioness is high leadership energy. It's also very, like, again, it's organizing and it's fixed. So it's very direct and focused. Now that lioness energy, that Leo energy opposed to the Aquarian energy is one of my favorite axes. I love all, I love all the whole Zodiac, but I really do love considering the Leo and the Aquarian axis because it is, it's about like leadership, but it's also about freedom. It's about being able to take that, take that power and and that wisdom and that gathering of, of information and understanding to create something. And then the Aquarian energy is so much of a higher minded discernment. It's coming from an abstract, very, very open-minded, open-hearted, humanitarian life opening way, like perspective. It's sometimes I think of the word alien when I think of Aquarius, because it is so extraordinary, extra sensory. It's looking for this ultimate freedom that it, it does have a rebellion to it also. So like that leadership quality, but also the ability to like the, the it's like the, these leaders are not the leaders that are they're the leaders that actually people don't recognize as leaders because they're so abstract and detached that it's like they're so on their own board. The lion will definitely show you the Aquarian energy will just, it's not even into the show at this point. It's like beyond the show. It's so embodied in high and the extra ordinary, extra sensory perceptions that it's, it's like, these are the, this is the energy that's cutting edge or ahead of the time, you know, Aquarian energy is ahead of our time, but we're moving into the time. <laughs> and so that's what this full moon for me is reflecting is, is showing us ahead of the time. And when I think of Aquarius, which is again, a fixed sign, just like Leo, it's axis, it's an air sign though. So it's mental, it's thought provoking. It's also, they, they call the, they call it the water bearer. It's a human carrying water, the bearing of life giving. This is life force, water, the most precious element for, I mean, it's like the most, we're made of, of over 70% water. The earth is over 70% water. I mean, water is one of the most dominant elements or, you know, um, yeah, elements, but I know there's. H2O, you know, but there, it's one of the most dominant forces on our planet is the water. And we've, it it also rules, like it, it gives us life force and vitality, but it also rules our emotions. And so the humanitarian carrying the water is really powerful. It's like, you have to be proper to carry the, you have to carry your emotions properly. And that really speaks to the nervous system. Like if your emotions are running rampant, then chances are your nervous system is on the fritz, you know? And like, there's so many layers to the nervous system stuff. But as I said before, like Aquarius, this time right now is about honing in our extrasensory perceptions, getting our physical body and our heart and circulation strong enough so that we can actually handle more energy. Yeah, we need to be able to handle more energy in this time. So that's like this full moon is showing us like, can we get the prowess? 
Can we get the courage and the bravery to be heart-centered so that we can we can project and we can receive the energy. It's like reception and projection. So we want to be able to find our heart centered enough to have heart centered projections and heart centered receptions from the outside world so that we can be in tune and, and keep a calm nervous system, a present mind, body, spirit, so that we're living in rhythm and in alignment in order to like really maximize these times. So long story short with this full moon, you know, we're, we're looking for, we're looking for more of this, this balance in ourselves, like tuning in, really tuning in to the self, feeling the heartbeat, feeling the rhythm and allowing our systems to, to regulate you know, so that I'm actually taking this full moon very physically. It's kind of interesting. Uh, it, it, it relates a little bit to my Venus practice that I'm doing for this 40 day Venus retrograde. I'll talk about it a little bit later, but you know, the, the physicality, like I'm, I'm feeling the need to be more embodied than ever. I want to be more embodied. I want to be physically present, energetically clear so that I can use my extrasensory perceptions to give and receive information <laughs> on a higher, higher level. You know, because this is the other truth. Humans have more capacity. It's considered, you know, magic or esoteric or whatever, these skill sets. But the truth is, is humanity has the skills to do much more than we're doing. To hear, sense, see, touch, taste, feel way more than we're, you know, sometimes led to believe. And I think a lot of us are, have been opening up to this, but I think that like, this is the time we got to practice these skills, these powers and, and make them more of our everyday thing so that we, you know, I mean, we want to, we want to take it up a notch. Everybody needs to come up a level. We, and we can, I think we can with heart, love above all with some heart and commitment and compassion. We can, so that said, I want to talk about the nodes a little bit more because the nodes moving into the axis of Aries and Libra, the axis of within and without, the axis of me and you, <laughs> mostly it's the axis of within and without. You know, this is a back to the living in rhythm thing, I, I think it's just like so profound and lovely and divine cosmic alignment that we're being, when we're in tune and we're given this opportunity to reflect on these, these astrological alignments that we can see that yes, this is a time to empower ourselves. This is a time to prepare and to, to come into some, some instinct and some just like some willpower to find the will to the, and the drive to move, to go forward in ourselves, to be who we are, you know, North node Aries and the South node Libra is about letting go and, and shedding and rebelling. The rebelling comes from, from a little bit of the Aquarius, but like to really just surrender and shed the layers that are like no longer serving us that are limiting us as far as like societal relational connections these things of like the other the without 
things that feel like they're inhibiting our own personal growth within need to be expanded out. So the more we take up space in our center and expand our auric range of motion, the more that space that gives space for that without to go do whatever it needs to do elsewhere so that we're open enough to receive what we can and project what we don't, you know, reject and repel what we don't need. That's the South Node Libra is going to (laughs) be... I'm excited actually, but it's also freaking intense because I, I do feel like, you know, there's like relationships are ending, jobs are ending, connections, you know, things that you find that you've maybe found meaningful in the past that no, are just like not as meaningful relationships and connections without, you know, again, it's like if, if you're brave enough with this moon coming in and this Leo Venus retrograde, it's like, if you're brave enough to be yourself and to love yourself, then you'll be able to be brave enough to love everybody else too. And it's like, live and let live. I'm another you like do, do you boo. It is seriously like you just, you just walk, you start walking your talk, embodying and on a higher, higher level that like everything that doesn't need to be there falls away. And it's, it's kind of sad. And it's also like, it's dead skin. (laughs) It's like that snake losing its skin, you know, just like, if you can allow these things, these people, these outside influences to fall away, you will find yourself driven and empowered and supported on a whole next level, because it's like this really cool thing that happens is like, as we make space, then like there's more, everything comes in. The minute you make space, something comes in to fill the, fill the void. That's how this, that's how it works. Like space is being expanded into all the time. And so as you make more room in yourself and your world, as I practice this in my life, I've seen it time and time again, I make that space. What I need comes in. That's going to serve me for that moment. And then again, it's like, you just keep evolving, you keep moving, living in rhythm. And so like, really, when we talk about these nodes, they are, they are setting the tone for the most powerful full moons and new moons of the next 18 months or so, give give or take a few months. But like, the nodes are our deepest resource that we have to find our cosmic bearings. (laughs) So when we're energetically grounded, physically, mind, body, spirit, anchored and centered on earth. And then we align with the nodes. What I found in, in my practice, what I found in my studies is that these are the deepest resources for finding our cosmic bearings. They help us understand our past, present, and our future. It can be in this life, but also like our soul trajectory. So past lives, future lives, intentions, really moving into our our cosmic bearings, finding our true heart-centered state. <laughs> no pressure. No, but like what's cool is, is like, so the nodes specifically aren't actually even a plate. Like they're not a physical thing. It's a place in space and time where the sun and the moon and the earth align. So it's a space in time. That's why they're so cosmic. 
they're really like gateways and pathways into our cosmic bearing, like finding our cosmic bearings that take us on the trajectory towards our destiny, (laughs) our like cosmic destiny, you know, our soul destiny. It's this, like from these places in space and time, from understanding these rhythms of when the sun and the moon and the earth all align with us in the center of it, heart-centered, you know, we can actually like take evolutionary leaps. We can move forward on our evolutionary journey by honoring these, these nodes. They're one of my most, I feel like they are one of the most important things to look at specifically because like I said earlier, when it comes to living in rhythm, it's about me being centered on earth, myself, right? Yourself centered, heart centered in earth where we dwell in relationship to earth, our environment in relationship to the sun and the moon, our two biggest influences from earth perspective. By aligning, when these three come into alignment in these places where the node is, (laughs) that's powerful. So, I mean, sun, moon, earth, and you and me, that's what this is about. And it's so cool because again, like the nodes, the, the cosmic alignments right now are really pointing all all of our, my intention to this and to really enhancing this in my lifestyle, in my day-to-day living and helping encourage those that I interact with to do the same just by, by sharing it through the pod and obviously through my, my sessions, but particularly just through living and being a living example, like an embodied, embodied, true living example. Because from that place, when I'm heart centered, my vibration is going from the heart of me to the heart of you the heart of who needs it. And if you don't need it, then you don't get it. See, that's how it works. So (laughs) it's really great. The the, the last thing I want to say about the nodes too, which I've said a lot is that, you know, Pluto, the planet of transformation and evolution is squaring exact the nodes. They went in squaring at 29 degrees. Now they're at 28 degrees. All three of these, you know, they're all at 28 degrees squaring one another. That square is like a wax, is like a moment to lean in. Like we want to actually start to push forward and move into the future. It's a, it's a half moon situation. It's a, we want to start to grow the light, grow the energy, grow the intention and the mission so that we can really start to manifest and see in, in our, in our lifetime, in our day to day, these changes, like we want to start to build the future. You know, because as Pluto as Pluto's in its last time, phases, you know, it's going to take a little bit, but it's in its last phases of Capricorn where we're working on restructuring things. We want to reconfigure society, the world we live in, so that we can evolve as humanity. And that evolution is really being encouraged through the as it moves into Aquarius in the next year or so. I've I've been calling this time the Aquarian Dawn. It's the golden you know, the golden age of the Aquarian dawn is coming. <laughs> it's, it's really this, this time of like high levels of humanity, of human experience. And I know it's hard to sense that right now from where we sit <laughs> because it does feel really dark and heavy and like humanity is not in a good place. But that's the point is by 
us as individuals, embodying it, coming from a heart-centered place and really living in rhythm, really doing it on a day-to-day, we're setting a new beat. We're setting that new heartbeat, that new rhythm, that new foundation for others to catch up and rise up. And I feel like it's true that the more of us that do this, the more of us that are going to do this. And the more of us that do this, we will change this world. We can, we can. Again, it takes heart, commitment, compassion, love above all. You know, you got to have love for yourself first. That's that North Node in Aries. And have some love and compassion for the outside world and just recognize people are doing what they need to do. And if you focus on you and you make that commitment, you're going to get what you need. You're going to repel what you don't. And we can, we can move this thing forward. Biggest, highest prayers around it. And so much love for you to do this. Like, seriously. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so, okay. I was going to talk about the pet. There is a funny thing that happens. There, There is a funny thing that happens with the nodes. And that I've noticed is that there is the, the south node has a backslide tendency. And what you'll find is actually most people in the collective generally are going to be working north node Taurus right now. If you're not in living in rhythm, then you're basically out of time. You're out of sync. And that's okay. It's fine. You're still here. But the, the thing is, is like, you're going to feel like they're, they're late. They're actually doing North Node and we're going to be doing, they're going to be doing North Node in Taurus and we're going to be doing North Node Aries. And so again, you have to have some compassion for that because they're, they might be out of beat a little bit. Not everybody can dance right away. They have to learn the steps. So, so there's, there's, there's a collective force right now that's probably just starting to kind of get in tune with the, the, the concept of tuning into their senses a little bit starting to feel like they can manifest and good for them. Let them play with that. Once again, work on Aries, work on the self, self-empowerment, willpower, instinct, drive. Mm, it's self-love, y'all. It's self-love time more than ever. And, you know, that, that last thing I want to say too is... So before I close up, I just wanted to re- come back to this Venus retrograde thing because Venus is in retrograde in Leo. The complete retrograde is happening in Leo for the first time in all of our lives, our lifetimes. It's a very cosmic event, but it's also really harmonizing with, it's basically been harmonizing with the sun, obviously, but also being in Leo. It's also harmonizing with Neptune, our higher love capacity. Like it's, there's, there's so much heart centered energy in the chart right now. It's encouraging us to like take a higher mind and come from our heart, take a higher mind and think and express and feel with our heart. So this Venus retrograde is facilitating heart centered values. It's facilitating creativity, confidence, light, prowess. It's facilitating all of this from like a really powerful leader leadership place, this royal high place. But it's also because it's in retrograde, it's like reflecting back on the self with also that 
tenderness and compassion. It is, again, it's like harmonizing. There's with so there's so much love that it's like I can barely even speak it. This is the whole point. It's like when you really open yourself up, there's so much energy and vitality and love available when we're open. And when we don't have a lot of stuff blocking the flow, that's why that South Node Libra is so important. It's like, get rid of what isn't like, please clear it out. Make the room, make more room for love, make more room for love, heart-centered values, make room for more love and relationships of like encouraging, empowering relationships heart-centered vibes of like, again, love and relationship coming from the heart of me directly to the heart of you and from the heart of you directly to the heart of me. I mean, this is a powerful time where we become high, high loving heart-centered teachers just by being, just by letting our soul shine, that the emanations from our heart being clear and pure I mean, this, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I really am. I'm excited for it. I, I also know that, you know, this is going to take a little while, like, but, and it's going to take a lot of practice, a lot of commitment, like I keep saying, but heart-centered, compassionate commitment, you know? So the, the, what we started, some of us started a 40 day practice intention. And I just, before I go, I want to share mine, you know, i I'm basically working on this mind, body, spirit integration and like really embodiment, like embodiment is basically my meditation right now. And it has been for a while, but like, this is my 40 day thing. It's like less talk, more action. I'd like to live it more. And so I have a physical thing. I have a mental thing. I have an emotional thing. I'm just working on it on all the ways. And so, uh, you know, really, really doing that heart, centered work with my physical practice, with my Pilates and my yoga and my core calibration. And, you know, just getting that heartbeat going and feeling that pulse. Also just letting that meditation, that calm and clearness come across my mind and my emotions through meditation, just a quiet meditation, breathing, circulating the energy and allowing again, that flush and that, that rhythmic flow of that ebb and flow to be healing and regenerating. And then, you know, being more creative. How I'm playing with the spirit energies by being more creative. I'm definitely writing more in my journal and I'm painting and drawing. That's my thing. On top of gardening and doing all this other creative stuff I do. <laughs> but, you know, so it's it's kind of a full body thing for me right now. And, you know, so some of us started this last week. You can... St- you can start it whenever you want. I mean, just start. <laughs> it, the, 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 the Venus retrograde, we are, the intention was to really commit with this, with love and compassion for 40 days. It, and the 40-day cycle ends on September 3rd. That's when Venus goes direct. And so this, we're taking this time specifically to really start to embody it, to, to, to do the work, to actually less talk, more action, act and engage in the visions, in the, in the prayers, and the things that we would like to manifest, see manifest, just moving energy that's, that's making you feel alive and more present with yourself is, is one of the best things you can do to, to take advantage of this time. So it's not too late. Just start whenever. 
and definitely know that you're, you know, there's, there's a lot of us doing it. So I just always find comfort. We don't even have to even, we don't have to chat and go into group or whatever. Just know there are people that are doing this, that are committed. And if I'm doing it and then you're doing it and then the next person's doing it, this is how we build the, the, the critical mass to really turn things over, to turn things around. So, you know, and like, that's, that's the thing. I, I feel like we're creating a new world right now. This is the golden, these are the golden rays coming in. Like we're getting sprinkles of the golden dust of the new age that's coming in. You know, the, the golden age of the Aquarian Dawn is, is starting to reveal itself. And the more we engage with it and play with it and start to embody the, the loving light, free energy that it's giving us, the more we become living examples so that the other people can see and experience that there's, there's, this is a possibility. This is a potential. Cause when you can see someone else doing it, then you can potentially see yourself doing it. And that's a step, you know, so be a living light for, you know, be the lighthouses as they say it's um it's definitely time to to show your work the universe wants you to show and prove prove it that you want to be here you know prove it (laughs) all right uh thank you so much for tuning in i'm so grateful for you i have so much love and compassion for you in this time you know love yourself and have compassion for yourself as well And just know I I appreciate you very much. And I got so much love for all y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Blessings and love. Peace.